Welcome to Godly Grind. Let this moment be a reminder that you are loved, important, and created for a purpose bigger than yourself. This safe place was created to help you on your journey in your God-given purpose. Get ready to listen to entrepreneurs, learn from their stories, and apply that wisdom to your godly grind. I'm your host, Kaylin. Grab a pen because this is about to be good. All right, so welcome. Welcome to Godly Grind. Thank you so much for coming. So before of course. So before I kick this off, I really do want to say a little prayer just to open it up. So bow your heads. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how. Thank you so much for putting us in this position to share this wisdom to those that are listening. Help those that are listening learn from our mistakes, learn from our obstacles to then help them strive in their purpose. Thank you again. We love you always. In Jesus' name is I pray. Amen. Amen, amen. All right. All right. Let's get going. I'm, I'm excited. So one thing, one thing I really admire about you is that you're really unapologetic about, about you loving God and mm-hmm. about how open and, and vibrant and oh, just, yeah. yeah, you know, you're, you're out there, mm-hmm. you're unapologetic about it, which is amazing. You know, you're really living to me in your truth um, online. Mm-hmm and mm-hmm. in your business so first the lovely lady you hear is iman renee she is a mother influencer and she owns a amazing company called chin up sis it's a woman empowerment brand um soon to be powerhouse yes. you know yeah so she's my home girl she is a lover of god mm-hmm. and i know that you're gonna learn from her and with her our topic is sex before marriage does it help or hurt people's journey to healing and purpose so welcome to the show yes thank you for having me hi viewers or yeah viewers listeners i'm so happy to be here and um she looks so popping right now i hope you i wish y'all could see what i'm looking at okay (laughs) thank you thank you so but being that you do belong to a family that loves loves god right what was their reaction to you being pregnant before you were married Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's odd because I feel like the reaction I got would be different from what the reaction they would give for other people simply because I've always done my own thing, I guess per se. But when my dad and my, when my parents found out, first of all, my dad cried, like what, but I'm such a, um, when it happened, I was such like a strong minded, strong willed person. Um, like I'm gonna do this and this is gonna be, don't worry, don't, hey, dad, wipe your tears. This is all good, dad, this is all handled, don't even worry. You know, <laughs> like, um, he was able to be, get on board with that. Uh, my grandparents, um, my parents, my family, like my, my aunts and stuff, they were fine, but my grandparents, so they're like, so, uh, we all get married. Like, when, when is, are y'all, I'm, I'm like, we're at the baby shower. Can we talk later? Like, he's here, we, I'm here. Like, like, but, um, they, I mean, no, they didn't make me, they didn't shoot, they didn't, scalded me or anything like that they rallied around me and you know whatever happened they rallied around me and um they came and they came through for him and so they didn't make me feel like I had my life was over my life had ended I know back then my mother had experienced something like that back then for me it wasn't it was it it literally wasn't because of how I came at it you know I I said I I was very direct I understood that they were going to have concerns about that and that wasn't my plan 
either, you know, but I'm all about, okay, that happened. What, what's, what's happening now? What, what are we going to do? Well, now let's move forward about it. You know, let's do it. What can we do about it now? How can we come together? What can we do as a family? And um, they rallied around me and loved on him, loved on me, supported me. And that, that's how they handled that. And it was, it was, yeah, but initially telling them was, oh, I was like, okay, so when am I going to tell them? I didn't tell them I was pregnant to maybe four, four or five months pregnant. I knew in the beginning, you know, so four or five months, I, I, I hadn't told them, you know, so they were shocked. That's amazing because I do feel like babies are blessings. Mm-hmm. How they get here might not be because, you know, mm-hmm. it might be the baby might come from a rape situation <laughs> right. or, or sexual, sexual abuse or, or any of those, any of those really terrible things, but the baby itself is definitely a blessing. So I'm glad that your parents saw that, but I'm interested in your mom's story. You don't have to go too deep if you don't want to, but did she have one of you guys young? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So my parents, um, they were high school, high school sweethearts. Oh, that's um, so they grew, yeah, they grew up together. Um, but um, she, when she was young, when she had my brother, who's only about two, three years older than me, um, he, she experienced a lot, especially going to church. And it was an older woman. She was nervous to going in to walk into the church. And it was an older woman who came, to, who put her to the side and said, Michelle, have your, hold your head up high. You the, the, hold, your, hold your head up high, honey. Don't even, don't even, don't even sweat. Them. Don't sweat them, don't sweat. And that's what, but she came to the church and she was getting that side eye. She heard stories about people laughing at her because she had gotten pregnant. She had, I mean, it was all like, and this is family. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about family. You know what I'm saying? So um, she really had to, be strong like in that in in those moments you know and like she held her head high whatever the case she had to main, maintain that level of poise and to and move forward and um she did that you know so that's why i learned that from her for sure and look how that trickled trickled down to you though with your hey. situation you know what hey. i'm saying your hey. mom was like look bro look i've been yeah. i know where you at i've been yeah. through something similar to that mm-hmm. let's let's just hurry up and, and do some do some do what we need to do yeah. So that's really great. And how old did she have your big brother? Was 20, it 26? No, she wasn't 26. I think she was about, I'm not gonna lie. I think for Terrell, they were like 22, 23. Oh, Both of them, they were young. They were young. And they, I guess they were in the church. This is like the church couple, church couple goals, whatever the case may be type thing back then. So they were like, you know, so it was a big shock when, the, you know, they got pregnant. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's beautiful though. Are they still together? Um, unfortunately, they recently well, they divorced maybe about two years ago, but you know, wow, though, that's, that's yes, yes, but were they still like best friends? In your opinion, um, looking back on your life, did having sex before you were married distract you from your purpose? Yes, okay. I mean, the, I mean, people, however, people cut it, like, whenever you step out of what God wants you to do, it, it don't work out how God would have had it work out, like. You know, and so that's one thing that I noticed that once I decide to do what I want to do, because I want to live in the moment or whatever the case may be, it doesn't quite work out. It's not seamless. It's, you know, it's never, it's not always like, and it's, for some people, maybe it is seamless. I don't know. But, you know, like I said, when you step out of that realm, when you step out of the protection of God, when you step out of what he desires for you, and that's stuff we, sometimes we think that God is keeping something from us. Like you think, oh my gosh, sex is good. What do you mean? You're saying I'm good. What is going on? You know, that type of thing. But like, like you said, for me, it was a distraction. For me, it had me invested and we're not married. You had me soul tied, but we aren't married. We we know, we know. So there was that. There was, now we have to start from the bottom. Like, you know, we have to start from the bottom. We have to put God first. And now God's going to have to really 
We, and that's if he wants to put his stamp on what we got going on. Otherwise, you know, what are we not? You know, so I to, that's recognizing that too. Like, you know, this, and along with the distraction, recognizing that, okay, you stepped outside of what God wanted you to do. And that doesn't mean he is like, oh, he's done with you, whatever case may be. But that does, there's a consequence for everything. Just being mindful that things can go differently. Things, and for me, things have, you know, so. Yeah, I definitely get it. I definitely understand that. I do agree that if you do step out of God's will, it is consequences, but something about God and about Jesus that people don't really promote is that grace comes as a gift to us when we, yeah, when we, we believe that he is Lord and he did come and die on the cross for our sins Mm -hmm. and grace. I feel like it really isn't taught because it's a little bit messy. Right. And being that we have grace, God forgives us for all of those step yeah. outs, step backs, step mm-hmm. forwards, steps across. Like yeah. if you had sex outside of marriage, he forgave that. If you had a baby yeah. outside of wedlock, he forgave that. You're good, right? Yeah. Of course, you might experience some consequences, but God yeah. is still right there as yeah. your protection while you go through the consequences, you know? Uh, yes, that's deep. Grace is not earned, you know, so... There's nothing you did to deserve it. And there's nothing you did to earn it. And it's constantly available to you. Now, does that mean, okay, so I got grace on my, I got grace in the pocket. I can go out and do whatever I want. No, grace is a gift from God, you know? So you have to willingly accept him. God chases after you. God constantly chases after you. You you step a little bit, even if it's a little bit. God is hype. Like the angels are hype for you, you know? You definitely do have to actively accept grace too, because I feel like it's a guilt about it, especially if those don't, misuse grace because if you misusing grace stop it okay yeah. yes you could do whatever you want to do technically and he'll still love you still forgive you still all that but you want to please god at the end of the day you know yeah. like he's a father he's a friend like you want to make him happy you know like yeah. you don't want to keep dogging him out and saying like yeah. okay thank you for the gifts keep dogging <laughs> him out thank you for the gifts yeah. it's like okay calm down breathe you know but that grace is definitely extended to you and i feel like with every mess up with every outstep of your purpose and of your will god will use that for your good you know absolutely boom you did something it's like okay you did that let me wrap it up in what i have for you here exactly yeah that's just how i feel about that but the devil will keep you thinking like once you mention once you do mess up the devil will keep you wants to keep you in that place he wants to keep you in a time warp where that's all you focus on that's the biggest thing and like in that like it just becomes a distraction to where god is like I forgave you for that a year ago, like, and we're still talking about the same thing. We can't even move forward to you, me giving you what you need or because you're not, we're not, we're not, you still focused on that. And so that's another thing to where, you know, if you have made, whatever the case may be, God, God, like you said, grace allows God, God to forgive you. God is constantly chasing after you to a fallen world. We're born into a fallen world, but God has given us everything that we need to counter all of Satan's tactics you know so whatever it is god has given it to us so when we fall god's gonna help us get back up you know but like you said it's that accepting of grace repenting all of that you're you're not alone when you mm-hmm. see that, that the devil is here to continue to put that guilt in your heart and that shame in your mind and you know the replays i know this this happens to me for sure the replays in your mind of oh you know i messed up oh I embarrassed God. Oh, he probably, you know, he, God didn't deserve me, you know, disrespecting him like that, you know, 
yes, all of that comes in your mind, but that is a tactic of the enemy to keep you exactly yeah. where you are in that time warp you just said, for sure. So yeah. it's, it's a daily decision to accept grace, to continue to follow God, continue to follow Christ. Um, so I remind myself daily that Kaylin, you are forgiving. Kaylin, you are perfect with God. You are perfect without him. You aren't, you know, yes. like yes. with God, you're forgiven. Like with God, you're still immaculate in his eye. Like with God, you are the same person he knew back then before the screw up. Right. You're, you're still right. that person. Don't, so don't feel like you lost that piece if you did mess up. If, if yes. you did. Yeah, because that's something I struggle with too. Like I felt like, like, dang, I'm not even that person no more. Like, I don't, right. even, I don't even know who that was. I want to get back to that person that I was before the mess up. But it's yeah. kind of like you, you still are her. You still are her. The enemy tried to take that piece away from you, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He didn't. Exactly. He didn't. He didn't. Okay. Hold on to it tight. He thought he had it. Exactly. Right. But you are continuing uh, to, to go after God, to believe in God, to accept that grace. And sometimes me tangible steps, you know, I have mm-hmm. to constantly remind myself, Kaylin, you're forgiven. Kaylin, God doesn't hate you. Kaylin, right. uh, you're, you're fine. God exactly. thinks you're fine. He's been forgave you. You're letting these flashbacks um stop you from where god really wants you to be where god wants your mind to be you know exactly exactly you know and and a lot and and i i totally totally agree with you with what you're saying and a a lot of times along with that guilt is like sometimes you feel dirty and you feel like i don't i just did this i shouldn't i don't know i should i need to clean myself up before i go back to god like i need to let me read some bible let me do this let me do that and then i can go back to god and present myself as a presentable to him and that delay that that conversation that delay that's all the devil the devil needs when uh, once you mess up go back to god once you go back to god but we have it to where and sometimes and i there's been this narrative in the church where it's like you have to make yourself presentable then come to him and then he'll and then you have all these blessings but god like once that mess up happens go straight to god once that go straight to god always come come back to him you know and because he's the source you know but once you start getting to the isolation allowing the, the, the devil start whispering these things in your ear you know and he, he does that god is always with you though you know yeah. like i feel like we don't like to acknowledge that when we're doing terrible things because it's like dang if like like if, if god was physically sitting right here you know what i'm saying like just saying like yeah i would i would do that in front of god no you wouldn't no right you wouldn't. right don't do that yeah right yeah okay but yeah but god is always there um he's upset when we do mess up yeah but it's just like a parent it's just like a parent like one of my guests uh autumn Autumn. so one of my guests autumn on the other podcast told her friend her friend had a baby Mm -hmm. i think was two years old and she was trying to explain grace to her Mm -hmm. and like okay let's just call her becky okay becky if little jake of little Jacob went in there and pushed your TV over, big flat screen TV, pushed it over, it's cracked up. Would you be mad? She like, yes, I would be mad. Okay, would you still love him? Yes, I would still love him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A, yeah. like, that is God. Yes. yes, God is upset, but he still mm-hmm. loves you. And yeah. think of a parent, he's the perfect parent, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
the perfect. I, I love my mama. You know, I love my mama to death. I feel like that's mm-hmm. an unconditional love I experienced, but his love subsedes that. Like his love gets better than that. Yes. You know? I period. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. yo, he's still there. Like we don't like to acknowledge him because you know that would be bold. You know, I'm I'm cutting up, I'm acting the right. <laughs> but right. but he's still there. He see you cutting up, acting the fool. He get mm-hmm. it. But you know, of course, he still wants to have that conversation. Okay, exactly. so let's talk about it. Heavy on the right. let's talk about it. You know, right after after you do what you do, and he gonna forgive you every single time. So that's that's just a reassuring, like reassuring part for me, anyways. You know, sometimes it feels sucky, but other times it's like, man, like I, I'm so glad I got it. Like I know I can't live without it. Type right idea. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. <laughs> so to that person or that kid or that teenager going to college oh I want to lose my virginity in college I can't wait like, I'm gonna get it popping it's gonna be crazy I'm at so much blah, blah, blah. what would you say to that person that that can't wait to to have sex or or do that honey that's the most precious jewel that you have there's a reason that it's preserved for your husband there's a there's a reason God God put it all in place and and, and just like it's the title of your uh episode God's intention for sex was in the right context. It's a good thing. So God is not trying to keep you from anything. He's actually trying to save you for something, you know? So, um, especially in college, I was the type of person in college to where I wasn't drinking. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't doing none of that. Like I was, you know, and people would look at me like I'm weird. And I'm like, no, I don't do none of that. You know? So it, people, you have to be you have, first of all, understand the reward and the why, why God wants you to do that. So like I said, God does not, is not trying to keep anything from you. He's trying to save you for something. And recognize too, in understanding that, you have to guard your heart and guard your mind. You know, because going to college, there are a lot of different things. There are a lot of different influences, you know, so, and that are going to try to attack your purity specifically. You know, so if you read in the word and if you understand truly why God wants you to do it. And like I said, there are a whole bunch of negative things that happen when you step outside of what God has ordained. So, and I know a lot of parents will, you know, they like to tell this, they say this thing of don't have sex till you're married and they don't really offer any explanation, but there's a lot of things that come with soul ties. There are a lot of things that can negatively affect you. You, you mess around me to meet a dude you were never supposed to meet. Like God was ne- that he was never supposed to be a part of your life. Um, that problem was ne- that you you messed around, you laid around with somebody, and now you're taking on their insecurities. You're taking on whatever they have going on, you know. So, and like I said, you're creating problems that God didn't even want to have in your life. So God's not saying, oh, He doesn't want you to be happy. He doesn't want you to be with a uh, with somebody with a husband and loved and things like that. But you step out of the context that He puts it in. Now you're creating all these problems that. Now you have to be saved from. Now you got to be healed. Now you got to be this. Now you got to be that. When you could have waited and allowed God. And it's so crazy because it's so crazy when you see couples who have maintained their purity up until marriage, you can, you see a, a strong bond. You see, it really show, I mean, you can really see, okay, that's why God wanted me to wait. They're, they're so much closer. They're so much strong. They seem close. They seem very strong. There are rewards for those who follow what God wants you to do. You know, so God is trying to save you for something. That's the most precious thing. And doing it in the context of God is way better than doing it on your own time um, when you when when you feel like it. Definitely, yeah. And I do truly believe sex is way more than just a physical act. 
like yeah. your physical is for sure for sure altered or adjusted but I feel like it does does more to your mind mm-hmm. like your mind and your soul and just like your view of yourself your self-worth your just all of those things just allowing someone that that doesn't really have the tools to yeah. handle you you gave them access to you yeah. and they tamper with you yeah and then yeah. once they tamper with you and then it's kind of like you know you're 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 kind of left and if you don't have those tools to then figure figure yourself out after that moment of giving yourself to someone and them and them kind of uh not handling you in the right way then it's really tough like it's really tough yeah. <laughs> like that is in college life will promote um multiple partners and different things like that and you know it's so crazy in college i i i've i've seen I've never seen so many women who have gone through depression, guys who've gone through depression and different things like that, all because they're giving their bodies and um, bodies, which then causes you to kind of give your heart and soul to some, all because they did that. Now they're, they're, they're dealing with all these different types of things, you know? So like I said, some of you, you start to step out of the realm of God, you start to create problems that God never intended to even be in your life. Like it's just, you know, so you should be mindful of that. Even with, like I said, if you maintain your purity, it, it, it really becomes, it really, like I said, you have to guard your heart at all times. I personally feel like you have to guard your heart, especially when you want to be pure. You have to guard your heart at all times. That goes with music. That goes with, if your friends don't understand and that's, they can't seem to switch the conversation when you, then maybe we can't hang out as much, you know? So being, once recognize that once you take that stand, you're going to start to shed the people who shouldn't be around. You're going to start to shed the things that shouldn't be there. You know, so don't, don't be, don't feel weird or feel upset or for whatever. If people start to fall off or guy, you're not getting as much play because you are trying to save yourself. You're going, you're, you're, you're doing the best thing. And once you reach marriage, um, I got you, you're rewarded for that. You're, I believe, really believe you're rewarded for that. Absolutely. And I completely agree when you said that sex is great in the right context. Of course it feels good. Like literally speaking, yes, sex feels good in the right context and in the wrong t- context. But I also heard that if your sin doesn't feel good, then you're doing it wrong, <laughs> which which was super funny. Cause I'm like, you ain't wrong. Sin, do- <laughs> sin, sin is fun, buddy. Like yeah. sin is fun. Uh, and sex does feel good out of out of context and in context. And when we say in context, we're saying under the umbrella of marriage. Yeah. Uh, but I saw this great example of a whole lot of water like a whole lot of water, right? Just picture it, tons and tons of water. If it's in a water treatment plant, then it's used efficiently. Right. It's it's serving the people that need water around the water treatment plant. Like that's exactly where it needs to be, right? right. But then think of tons of water in a city or in a town like Hurricane Katrina. Then that causes devastation, damage and death you know so it's kind of like that if if you think of a whole lot of water being sex sex in a water treatment plant or the water in a water treatment plant fabulous fantastic that's exactly where we need it to be right around your house like on the first floor (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly where it not it does not need to be so yeah so to to that person definitely definitely wait definitely read definitely wait Yeah, anyway, read, read God's word and just know that you're more than just that one time or one night. If you are, if you have, um, if you're not a, a virgin anymore, whatever the case may be, um, 
don't th- you can all like God, like I said, God, God always wants you to come back. So you don't think, oh, I'm not, I, 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 I can't start it over. I can't. I was already was done. Is done. God is always God. God makes you into a new creature. God restores. God redeems. He makes you into a new creature. So once you come to Him, repent. Um, or you know, whatever the case may be. Um, God restores you. You know, so don't think that that's now you're a horrible person because of that that happened. It's just what what what's some better decision we can make now? What what's some better decision? We do believe that sex in marriage is good, deemed good, seen right. as good. Um, I do want to hear your thoughts on marriage because I did some research um, in the Bible to mm-hmm. see what God feels about or says about marriage. Mm-hmm. Because in my church service today, I went to Transformation Church online. Oh, I love Ch- Mike Todd. I love- Mike Todd. He litty, yes. I went to Mike Todd Church. And yeah. he was talking about the Holy Spirit, though. But mm-hmm. while he was speaking about the Holy Spirit, he said that Jesus wasn't married. So marriage mm-hmm. isn't truly necessary in everybody's walk. Mm-hmm. Right? But yeah. while reading the Bible in Ecclesiastes 4.9, it says that two is better than one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, and also Ephesians chapter 5, 25 to 33. He does state a lot of stuff, but in a nutshell, he's saying that husbands should love their wives as Christ loved the church. Right. So marriage is preferred for sure. You know, it's not a necessity. Everybody is in deemed to marriage, but marriage is definitely preferred. And Mm -hmm. truly me, I, I definitely think that marriage is preferred. I always say like to my friends, man, when I'm 80 years old or when I'm 70 years old, I don't want to just be sitting up in the house by myself, like looking at the wall, not not speaking to no type of lineage, you know, like that's not not what I see in my future. Really? No, but, but yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on marriage and do you value marriage and why, where did it start? Okay. Um, for me, I, I value marriage for sure. Um, I think one major example, um, besides my parents are, uh, my grandparents who've been married for about 56 years, you know? So, I, um, yeah, so they've been married a while, you know, um, now I, like I said, I, I want to get married. I plan to get married. That's not a question, you know, but I do feel that you can reach purpose without marriage. I do feel like you can reach your purpose without marriage. And I think a lot of times, um, us as women, maybe some men, um, we put a lot of weight on marriage and that becomes such a distraction to try to find this guy to get married, whatever it could be that we neglect our purpose. Like, and Mike Ty, if you watch Mike Ty, if you watch the relationship goes, and you talk, when well, he talked about, you know, singleness and he talked about Adam and Eve and how, you know, the jobs they were required to do prior to even coming into communion with one another. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I feel like in order to, and this is what, he, this is what Mike Ty said, in order to even get to a marriage, you have to master your singleness. So that means that you're going to have to have a season where you might not get any play. And you know, it, like it, like you like, hey, I'm wearing the, I'm cute, I'm this, I'm that. I ain't get no one slid in the DMs. Nobody didn't, you know, whatever case may be. Um, but God, you know, like I do believe that prior to you even becoming married, God is going to require, um, or God will want you to be single and have time with Him. Whatever, whatever that time looked like, whatever, whenever your purpose, I don't know, whenever He decides. But He does want that time to where you are content 
with whatever God decides to, whoever God decides to send, whatever, because there's a thing, a lot of times, and this is what I found, I have wanted things and I was not those things. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm awesome, what do you mean? But then I had to do a lot of, you know, thinking. I'm like, you know, I want this, this, and this out of him or whatever the case may be. And I, I'm not barely making my bed. Like I'm barely, it's, it's, it's tough to do that, be consistent, you know? So um, being able to, you know, acknowledge that. And those, and th- that's why that singleness is so important. Marriage is, marriage, yes, God wants marriage for you. God wants relationship for you. God wants all of that. Like, and you're going to get that. And, you know, God wants you to have that, you know, but he wants you to do it and be it, have the tools to do that. Like, you, you know, so, and a lot of people get turned off. Like people get turned off. Like there's this time limit on when you need to get married or like you might, because some people might get messed. I know people who got married at 60. I know people who got married at 50, you know, so it, 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 it really becomes a whole thing because you really, uh, with marriage, especially with women, we start to compare ourselves. I know I was seeing so many people rings. I'm like, okay, what? hello, you know, sir. Like, you know, so um, I had to, you know, I don't know. It's just like, you really have to be in communication with God and recognize the season that you're in. Like you rec- recognize the season, be content with the season. Don't complain about, you know, don't complain, that type of thing. And God's going to give you exactly what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. And my home church, Macedonia Baptist Church, that's where I was raised. And like my foundation in Christ was laid. So my pastor, well, he's retiring this year, which is crazy. But Charles, yeah, Charles Twyman, he told us in one sermon, it was just back in the day. You know how all the sermons kind of rolled together, you know, yeah. since I've been there yeah. for so long? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> in one sermon, he was talking about how God gave Adam a job first. Mm-hmm. So God told Adam, listen, I need you to name all of these animals that I just created. Thank you so much, right? Or just name all this stuff, please. You know, and then while he was doing that, then that's when God created Eve. Mm-hmm. So he correlated that to our walk saying that follow your purpose first, mm-hmm. go after the will of God, go after your assignment from God first. And then he will grant you someone that is a helper because you know, Eve was created and given to Adam for help you know like god god saw saw like okay yeah you you're doing a whole lot adam okay let me let me give you uh eve let me give you eve right so you will get that helper you know when when you need it after you know i feel like you identify your purpose and your will in god the help though i I feel like like nowadays we all we love going after men that that's just fine oh he's so fine but but he doesn't contribute anything to your purpose. Like, exactly. You said you wanted to be an engineer, but he keeping you out all night, every night. Exactly. The club up, but you gotta study. Exactly. You gotta study. He got you up. Now you late for class. Wow. Like, wow. You know you gotta know. You gotta know when to walk away. You gotta know when to just tell him straight up. Like if if yeah. you think he's that type of dude that that will see your evolution. Then you can yeah. tell them straight up, listen, trying to be an engineer. I can't stay out all night. Da, 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 then so be it. But you should be equally yoked. And I feel like equally yoked doesn't always, well, equally yoked does consist of like religion. When we say equally mm-hmm. yoked, both of y'all should be Christians, right? right? But it also comes into play when we're talking about purpose and will yeah. and drive and just like vision for your life, you know? Right. Because if the man has no vision for his life, you do yeah then nine times out of ten y'all shouldn't be together 
you know, because he just might then affect your vision for your life, you know, and it might not be in a positive way because he has no vision for his life, you know. I agree. That's so, deep. That's deep. I agree. Know? Yeah, if you don't, if you, you'll, if you don't, that's why I feel like singleness is important too, because if you don't get your own standards, the relationship will set the standards for you. Like you come into a relationship thinking you ain't doing this and that. And then because you have not, because you not have not um, aggressively set those standards, the relationship will have you on something else, you know? So being able to, um, yeah, being able, being able to identify that and call and call it, call it out. But see, my thing is like this, you should not let allow yourself to, cause and naturally in relationships, like, okay, yeah, you get comfortable things like that, but you, that's, that's when I feel like you need more time with your singleness because when you are equipped and ready for a relationship, you are able to come in full mind and body um, and rec- recognizing what your standards are. And, re- and a lot of times you'd be surprised. People just don't know. I mean, people, they don't know what their standards are. They don't know what, what they value. They don't know what their principles are. You know, they haven't really, those are, it's uh, so crazy because those terms are kind of like so old school. You know what I'm saying? So nobody really talks about principles and values and things like that. However, you know, when you don't have those on your own, like I said, the relationship, you, you'll, you'll naturally adapt to the other person's whatever. And I've done that before to where I'm like, I didn't even do, I didn't used to do this. I not you said that how we talk to each other. That's not how we, you know, and then, you know, because I hadn't set that standard. Like, listen, hey, when we have conversations, the standard is that we, we do this. And that, and I'm, t- I'm not talking about mid after it happened. I'm talking about in the beginning when you are setting standards and letting people know, but we don't do that in the beginning. We go to the arcade, we chill out, we kick it, get a feel. And, but we don't, like like Mike Ty said, this supposed to be an interview. Some people don't shouldn't come back for a second interview. Like you, it's, it's only an interview. Why he 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 even show up with his shirt tucked? Did he show up with perfect? What else can it be? And he back for he ain't got the job. Like he came late. Like he got the job. Like so, just being mindful of that. I love that. I don't think I have heard that that the relationship will set your standards, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not with the right man, then your standards will not be of God and of you, really. Yeah, yeah. literally looking up like, hold on, wait, what? Did I just wait, what? Yeah. You know? So no, I love, love, love that. So again, I want to say thank you for coming on. Thank really, you. Been- you are amazing. I just want, I'm going to say I'm, I'm so proud and so happy. I already knew when we were, in, when we were at high school, I'm like, she's going to be, she's no. going to be great. Yes, I did. So I'm just so this has been an honor. I'm so grateful to have even been considered. I appreciate what you're doing. This is going to change so many lives. I can already tell, and I'm, I, I could just see that God is literally blessing, blessing you. And I'm just so happy that we that we did this. That I'm I'm really happy, and we need to do it again. So yeah, so yeah, so let just let me know. Just let me know. But we need to definitely bring it back. But I really appreciate you for considering me for this. Oh, absolutely, it's been an honor. Yeah. I had to, I had to, and thank you. I love you. Just know that. I love you too. I love you. you. Yes, yes. But I do want you to end us out in a prayer. You ready? Oh, no problem. All right. By your heads. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your grace, Lord. I thank you for giving us another chance, another opportunity, a new mercy um, so that we are able to come to you again and get our lives together and reach purpose, Lord. I ask that you give clarity to all those that are listening, Lord, wherever they are in their life, give them clarity for their next steps, Lord. Give them direction for for what you want them to do. Shed and expose the things that are killing killing and eating away at them, Lord. um, Do infiltrate wherever you need to infiltrate. Stop wherever you need to stop, Lord, so that your children can reach, 
the heights that you want them to reach, Lord. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. I ask that you forgive us for our sins, Lord. And I ask that you reveal yourself, Lord. Reveal, re whatever you need to do to reach us, Lord, tug at, tug at our hearts, Lord, so that you can reach us, Lord. Um, soften the hearts of our enemies, Lord. Soften the hearts of those who are trying to hurt us, Lord, and protect us, Lord, and keep us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So thank you for sharing oh, all of those oh, nuggets of wisdom in your business oh, and also oh, on this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been thank another episode you. of Godly Grind. I love you and we're signing out. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs> thank you so much for watching this episode of Godly Grind. She really broke down sweetie she really broke 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 down exactly what god was she broke down how sex affected her life her purpose and her walk with god she also overviewed how personally her parents felt about her situation now on next week's episode we will be overviewing vision and how important vision is if we don't have vision over our life then it's really hard to navigate it so tune in to next week's episode I love you. I'll see you then.